Fashion Insider friends, what is up? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast, where I cover all things fashion, style, shopping, style inspiration, and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better. Yes, I'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40. And I mean, way after 40. Say it with me, fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. Hey, 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 what is up? What's going on? Hola, and what's the haps? My name is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and of course, like I always say, the only Holly you need to know, duh. Thank you for joining the show. We have an amazing designer spotlight here with us today. Her name is Emily Archilla. She has a brand new, I don't know how, I mean, it's not brand new, but it's relatively new. Della Terra Shoes, a sustainable shoe brand. Emily, damn it. Welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I am so happy to meet you. Of course, my bestie. Vienne of Vienne Milano, the luxury Italian stocking thigh-high brand, found out about you and referred you to me. Now we're best friends. Duh. I am so excited to meet you. I want you to tell our listeners, the Fashion Insider Besties, tell me about your brand, your history, what's going on with you, how you came to be. Hit it. So I'm so excited to be here and to be referred by Vienne. She is an amazing powerhouse women designer as well. Love her. And she's fantastic. And I love that she connected the two of us because I think this is a match made in heaven as well. (gasps) Yes, me too. So I'm really excited to tell you a little bit about Delaterra and the history. So Background info on me is I've been a footwear designer really since I was born, but professionally for about 18 years. And I designed for brands like Alice and Olivia, Diane von Furstenberg, Vera Wang, Vince, Vince Camuto, Via Spiga, and many more along the way. And I always wanted to do my own thing, but I was terrified as any entrepreneur should be before kind of diving off the diving board. And it wasn't really until the pandemic hit and I started marinating in the future of fashion and how things were going to have to adapt and change for this changing world. And that's when I decided it was the perfect time to launch a sustainable footwear brand. Go you! Thank you! It's a crazy time because I think our world is changing so much. The way people are shopping is changing so much. The way people are dressing is changing a lot. But I just had this moment of clarity where I knew exactly what was missing and I knew that I could create it. So enter Delaterra. So we are still really new. We just launched in June of 2020. And we're still just kind of, you know, in our second season and really excited about it. I am loving this journey for us. This is so amazing because we need to really understand where your inspiration comes from. Like, what made you say, I'm working for XYZ company? No, I have better ideas. 
I think I'm so lucky to have had this really amazing experience with other companies. And I've designed for large and small companies, large and small brands, more comfort-based brands versus, you know, things that are less commercial, more runway. And I think that every single chapter of that experience has given me a piece of what developed into Delaterra. So what I realized was that we were missing this amazing contemporary fashion in a sustainable way. And I knew that that was exactly what Delaterra needed to be. So that's still what inspires me every day. And it goes back to being inspired by this kick-ass planet that we live on and we should protect, but also being inspired by real people and what they need, what they feel great in, empowering people in every step. So give us an example. This shoe over here is not sustainable. Your shoe is. Please tell us the difference in the production and the development and the money and the carbon footprint. Those are all such important parts. And I appreciate you digging in a little bit deeper because I think sometimes we take for granted this idea of sustainability as though everybody knows what that is. And part of our job is to dive into what makes something more sustainable. And I always say sustainability is not a one-and-done thing. It is something you are constantly working towards. So just to get more specific in terms of our production, we are small batch. So we go with factory minimums. We make relatively few pairs of shoes. We open our pre-order early for those styles because we want to make sure right off the bat that we're not producing more shoes than there's a need for. So we know that every pair of shoes is going to have a loving home, which is what we want for all shoes in the world. But also what the shoes are made of is super important too. So the one thing that we did right off the bat was we said, we're not going to use any animal products whatsoever in our footwear. We're PETA approved from day one. So we don't use any leather. We use vegan leather. And that vegan leather is also something very specific. So we wanted to make sure that we're not just making plastic shoes, but that instead we're making shoes that are a combination of what we call bio-based, so natural plant-based materials and recycled materials. Because one of the things we can't take for granted is the fact that even if something is recyclable, so many resources are needed to recycle it. So if we can be one of those resources recycling what's already out there, we're helping as well. We also work with carbon neutral factories, and that's a really important piece of the puzzle. And we plant one tree for every single pair you buy. Oh my God. I love that. I get too excited about planting the trees. So who plants? How I buy a pair of shoes. What happens? So we work with an organization called One Tree Planted, and it's exactly how it sounds. You partner with them to make sure that you're contributing to reforestation efforts because those are so important in terms of preserving our planet. And one of the things I love about One Tree Planted is that they will actually do a lot of the legwork for you in terms of telling you the places that need reforestation the most. So we have the ability to choose where our trees are planted. 
And we plant a lot of trees in South America because a lot of our production is done in Brazil. But we do have the ability also to plant trees in a certain area that's really hit hard and needs the extra help as well. So if somebody plants a tree, how long does it take to grow? Does it take like 10 years? Does it, I mean, I guess it's the bigger picture. The great thing about trees is that when you plant them, they're growing right away. They won't be huge trees producing tons of oxygen yet. But as soon as they're planted, you're already helping the environment. And then those trees just continue to grow. So they keep track of how of your sales and then you get verification from them how many trees they planted in your honor, per se. Is that kind of how it works? We go on with them and we directly donate to plant for every sale that we have. So at the end of each quarter, we do a big bulk tree planting. And you can actually see on our website, on our homepage, we have trees planted to date. So you can see how many trees we're planting. I mean, if I didn't love you, then, I mean, how can you go wrong with that? I love that the money's just like not disappearing into the air or one day they'll get planted or they're going to connect you with other things and it goes into a bigger pile where you don't really know where the money goes or you don't really know when the trees are being planted. Like you're really hands-on with that. I love that. Thank you. I mean, If we want to keep designing shoes for the future, we got to make sure we've got a future on this planet. So that's why I think it's so important. And we just decided from day one, we were building that in. We are building in the cost of planting a tree in every single pair. I mean, mic drop. Okay, Emily, you have already told us why, you know, sustainability is important. Tell us what is happening, and not only in the fashion industry, but in the shoe industry. So when somebody throws, and you don't have to talk about this specifically, but I'm just guessing, if somebody throws a pair of shoes out in the trash, you know, they just never, I know, they just never decompose, right? Is that the issue? For the most part, that's true. And different components of shoes will decompose at different rates. But that's one of the hardest things about a shoe is that so many things go into the creation of a shoe and they all may decompose at different rates. So if you have a bunch of, let's say, regular old shoe materials, which could be a combination of leather and plastic and rubber and some other things, it may take essentially many more lifetimes for that to decompose. Parts of it may decompose more quickly, but we really want to make sure that everything that's in our shoes would decompose quickly, but also we want to make sure you're going to have it for a long time first. I got you. Okay. So obviously the underlying message here is to reduce, reuse, and recycle as me and my bestie Nolan, we always talk about thrifting and buying secondhand. So, you know, if you have stuff that you don't wear anymore or you're sort of over it, which is, you know, what I do for a living, I clean out closets. I just had a client on Saturday. And when I tell you 13 bags full of shit, I mean, it's just, and the funny thing was, is that she told me, she was like, oh my God, I'm super organized already. I was like, okay, girl. And she, she was very organized, but she, all her shit was organized. I mean, there's a difference, right? Just because 
you're organized doesn't mean you don't you don't have a bunch of excess. But we donate all of her stuff to people in need. And um, there's a huge charity here in Atlanta. It's called Out of the Closet, and it supports homeless LGBTQ youth. Um, and so I'd love to donate there. But anyway, that's besides the point. But that way, some people who are having trouble or they want new stuff or they like to war- rotate their wardrobe a lot, they go and they get something that's gently used. So I really love that idea because I want new shit all the time. I mean, who doesn't, right? But if you buy it secondhand, duh, it makes you feel a little bit better about it. That's my preach. That's my soapbox. I think that's a great point also is that we really want to build what we call evergreen essentials so that they're part of your core closet so that, yes, of course, we want you to expand and we get excited about new styles too. But those new styles aren't just like a slight update of last season. It's instead something new that you can use to expand your wardrobe. And we do also partner with an organization called Souls for Souls. And it's an amazing organization focused on footwear. They accept gently used shoes and they find the right needs for these shoes. So a lot of people don't really think about donating their shoes because they're like, oh, who needs my stiletto heels? Let me tell you, people absolutely need your stiletto heels, especially when people are getting back into the workforce, for example, looking for dress shoes casual shoes, every type of shoe. So Souls for Souls is great at matching up exactly the type of shoes you're donating with the person who needs exactly that. And we actually will give you a little discount when you donate to Souls for Souls as well. So if you just let us know that you're doing that, we'll give you a discount on your next Delaterra order too. That makes my heart happy. You know, I mean, there's so many amazing organizations out there that are trying to do good and it's hard to get quality stuff. I used to uh, volunteer for Dress for Success. I don't know if you're familiar oh, with that. Yes. And people would just donate crap. Like they would just donate shit from their garage or whatever. But this is very curated, specific needs, you know, and then it goes into the right places. I just, I'm loving that journey. I mean, I'm really thinking there is enough, there are enough clothes in this world that no one should ever not have anything to wear. I mean, it's just like, there should be no hunger because if people ate, you know, fresh food that was from the farm, it it would end world hunger. But again, people don't do that because it's too expensive. But anyway, I just love how you're doing that through fashion. I am really excited about that and the difference that you're making. You're like, okay, not only can I do this better, A, (laughs) I'm speaking for you, B, we can make a difference while doing it and and try to make a difference and a dent in the fashion industry that is claiming to be sustainable. And I will say some people really are doing it the way you're doing it, but a lot of people claim that, not naming any names, and maybe they're taking a percentage of their line and doing that. But we all know it's not a secret that the fashion industry is about selling units. The fashion industry is about making sure their profits are higher every single day. And when I tell you, I mean, because I used to be in garment construction and production, a quarter of a penny makes a difference. And so if you can save a quarter of a penny by doing something you know, that's not sustainable, that's what they're going to (laughs) do because they'll make that money back. 
So anyway. I think you're absolutely right about that. And one of the silver linings, I would say, that comes along with this greenwashing trend. um, And we do see brands doing that, you know, sort of doing something really small and claiming that they're now a sustainable brand. But the silver lining of that is they're doing that because the customer cares. That's correct. So I think that's actually this beautiful moment where when I was in graduate school in 2005, I was worried about if it was possible to ever do a sustainable fashion brand. And I sort of floated the idea around and got so many industry experts telling me, you're never going to see that in your lifetime. So I think it's actually an amazing thing that we are starting to see this now. I do too. And I was listening actually to another podcast because I'm a podcast listener as well. And she was saying, doing something a little bit, at least you're doing it, right? I'd rather have someone or a company or a brand do something a little bit than do nothing at all. So everybody doing a little bit makes a big difference, I think. I think even if we all just do one thing every day, that's huge. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Okay, so I am looking at your website and I am picking out what I'm going to get. Thank you. Because, of course, that's what are we really talking about here? What I like and what I'm going to wear. Let's be honest. Um, I mean, of course. First of all, we're going to talk about shoe trends and things that you think are on trend or that are selling well. I am loving the resort sandals, the flats, the slides. Thank you. Because I'll tell you why. I hate the rubber slides. I think they're so fugly. I think they're a fashion crime. Duh. But I get it. Young kids wear them, soccer slides. That's how that trend evolved was from soccer people that were wearing them, like athletes were wearing them. And now every designer is making them. With socks. Yeah, it's just terrible. Anyway, I love your slides because they look really classy and they do have a nod to the Hermes vibe, which I'm really digging. So I will be getting some of those. Let's just be honest. What are your hot sellers right now? I think really we have to break it down almost into categories. And it's interesting because we find that it changes a little bit week to week. So I would say in terms of the resort sandals, definitely the Della slide is our signature slide. And we always see that. And we honestly have trouble keeping all of the sizes in stock, which we always aim to do because we consider it an evergreen essential. But it's really easy to wear. And I appreciate you calling out those touches to the craftsmanship there because that is really important. We want this to be something you can wear all the time. We had to make it in five colors because everyone demanded it. We were like, okay, there's no way we should make five colors like first season out on this. Like, no, we had to. So that's definitely big. But then also our block heels are really, really strong as well. And I think that's because I call it an intentional heel height. So I'm four foot 11. You are? I'm four foot 11. I'm always looking for the most height that I can get. So historically, I've been a huge fan of teetering on these ridiculous heels on platforms. And don't get me wrong, I still certainly do that. But 
I also think that there's something so fresh about being intentional with the shoe silhouettes that we're creating. So that little block heel is not a lower alternative to a high heel. It's its own moment. And I think especially with the pop colors, we're just seeing a lot of those also having trouble keeping them in stock. So that's been great because people wear them to work. They wear them to the beach. They wear them to weddings. And it's been really, really fun to see. Well, I will tell you that I I just specifically talking about my client this past weekend. She's had back surgery. She's had this surgery. No, no, no. She's got another surgery. Like she just cannot wear heels. And the older I get, the older my customers get. (laughs) And it's like they cannot do it. And so I think this block heel, like you said, is a really nice alternative because this is a nice way to give yourself a little lift without wearing stilettos. So I I really dig it. And it's definitely something that's going to stay in style from a professional stylist point of view. It's not going to go out of style. It's not so, so trendy where it's like it's hot today and it's not tomorrow. So I'm loving these styles. Okay, Emily, back to you. And I want to know, inquiring minds want to know, I had one of my clients reach out to me and she's like, honey, you want to know what to put on the podcast? I want an entire episode about boots. What boots can I wear with this? What about short little booties? Can I wear that with a dress? What do I wear? I don't know. Help me out. Help a sister out. First of all, I love this client. Yeah. I mean, a person after my own heart, if I've ever heard one, because we could talk about how to style boots for days. Yeah. That's what we need your expert opinion. So one of the things that I take really seriously as a designer is proportion. And that's all about the shapes, right? So I think in the past, we've had a lot of rules. If you're wearing a slack, you need this specific kind of tapered boot to go underneath it. Or if you're wearing a dress of a certain length, then you have to have a boot that goes to the knee versus an ankle boot. And what I'm going to say right now is, All of those hard and fast rules no longer necessarily apply. Are they dead? Are those rules dead? I think that those rules can come into play where it looks good, but there's a lot of things that sound good in theory that don't look great in practice. So if you've got an inkling about pairing some stuff together, my first thought is, Let's not discuss it. Instead, go try it on and look in the mirror and see what you think proportionally, because I Hmm. think that's a big part of it is a lot of times we can mix and match. But the other thing I will say is that I think the ankle and our ankle boots are just above the ankle. They're kind of their own little unique height. They are the most versatile style that there is. So I think you can really wear them with dresses or with slacks or with skirts. And one of the things that I'm really loving is pairing, for example, our Jess boot. That's our stretch vegan leather square toe block heel. It's the highest heel that we make. And I think she's got like a really sexy personality But then she also looks great with like a pencil skirt. And in previous seasons, I might have said, well, you need a little break between the height of the boot and the length of the skirt. But I actually think as long as it looks intentional, 
it almost looks like you're putting a leather legging underneath that skirt that you're wearing or that midi dress that you're wearing. So I'm really wearing the dress a lot with my dressier styles. But then I also think with the ankle boots, one of the biggest challenges that we see is that we really want to play up that new denim trend with our boots. And sometimes the things don't necessarily go hand in hand. So what I will say is as somebody who is four foot 11, I need to do a lot of hemming all the time. And just me too. Really? Are you not a tall person? I'm like, I think I'm short, but I I guess I'm really not. I'm five, four. Yeah, I think that's tall. You're like, oh, bitch, I wish I was 5'4". <laughs> but I didn't know you were 4'11", but that's interesting because, you know, for people that need the height and can get away with the heel, I really love the platform because that is a style that's come back and it will give you that height without killing your feet. Do you have any additional styles coming out? Because it looks like you have three styles of boots. Am I wrong? Four styles of boots. Five styles currently. Five styles currently. So with the bottoms of these, of the Harper, which is kind of like a chunkier, it looks almost like um, a Chelsea boot with a block heel, obviously, but it's got the tread on the bottom. It's giving me like a Western mountain vibe. I'm actually wearing that right now. I'm wearing the Harper in whiskey suede as we speak. Mm, So how are you pairing your Harper boots today? So today I'm actually wearing some rag and bone denim joggers and a little light blue bodysuit and then a mesh jacket that's kind of also like a, a tan color, but lighter tan than the boots. I am loving that. You do not need a personal stylist, by the way. Everybody <laughs> needs a personal stylist. Um, but so for the comfort level, so these are not for hiking. These are just for kicking around. These are for everything you need to do. So I wouldn't run a marathon. I wouldn't hike up a major hill. But if you find yourself on a nice casual walk. Or rugged terrain. Or rugged terrain, you're good. That lug sole is actually a special blend because I became obsessed with this idea of transparency. So this rubber bottom is actually this smoky, transparent texture. And I always say it's transparent because we are transparent as a brand, but it also gives you a ton of bounce. So they are just super duper comfortable. We've also got a comfort footbed inside. So it's like we want to build in comfort features, but we're a fashion brand. So we have to make sure that every single component of these shoes is appropriate aesthetically as well. I mean, I don't know what you haven't thought of, to be quite honest. Like, I'm almost like out of freaking questions here. Like, you're saying everything, all the right things to me, because I will tell you, you know, people ask me and people want to know and like I said, people have foot problems, so they want to know, you know, what shoes should I be wearing? What type of boots? How much money, you know, should I be spending? Because I really think there's a disconnect between the retailer and the consumer these days because we've all been dropped in the pool. Shop online. Good luck to you. 
right? I just, I think that it takes a really special person to be able to explain, this is why we chose the soul. This is why we chose to go sustainable. This is why we have this option instead of that option. This is like, you've thought of all the details, like you really know what you're doing. I am not impressed easily, duh. And I am very impressed by, you don't have this giant line of like a thousand things. You do a few styles really well. Kudos to you for that. I am going to tell you what I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy the Harper and I'm going to get the Jasper in white and I'm going to get the slides. So go ahead and put those aside. Size seven. Thank you. And I will be getting those. And I want to see how you're styling everything most importantly. Oh yes. I'm going to do some videos I'm going to throw it. Don't even sweat that. Okay. Uh, Don't even sweat that. But I love getting behind people that are doing the right thing at the right time. Of course, you're in this to be your own boss, to go your own way and to fly on your own, but you're also doing it to make sure that people understand what they should be looking for if they're trying to buy a pair of shoes, if they're trying to buy a pair of boots, if they're not, so they're not shopping on the fly. So you're not schlepping to these big box stores and be like, oh, these are cute. These are cute. This is a good price because I call that shopping forward and shopping backward. If you're shopping for color and you're shopping for price, that's shopping backward. You need to be shopping for fit first, regardless. And then if you can throw some sustainability in there, I'm not mad at you. I don't, I mean, you don't have to shop for that, but it's nice if you can, right? If you're like, oh, I was in the market for a pair of boots. Okay, well, I could go here or I can buy a pair of shoes from here and then they'll plant a tree. Damn, I did something nice today, right? I love that option. So I want to thank you for what you're doing. I want to thank you for making such an intentional product and doing it right. And for all companies out there and brands, if you're thinking about becoming sustainable or you know a brand, you know, you don't have to be 100%, but doing it a little bit is better than nothing, right? I think that if you could partner with a charity or do something like similar to what you're doing or keep your costs down for the customer, that's really what it's all about. And we wish you all of this success in the world fashionably and spiritually and mentally in the, that the entire world has to offer. I'm so happy that I met you. Tell us how we can find you. Thank you so much, Holly. That really just means the absolute world to me. And I do just put so much love into the whole process. And I really, really just appreciate your support. So you can find us on our website at delaterrashoes.com and you can follow us on Instagram at delaterrashoes and really feel free to reach out in any forum because we're excited to hear from you. Tell us if there's something you're dying to see that you don't see yet because we're adding things all the time and we will keep you posted. And what is the size range? So we make everything in at least women's size five through women's size 11. And a lot of things we go all the way up to a women's size 14 and a half men's size 13. Wow. Our aim is to make this as inclusive as we possibly can. This, we have styles that are really meant for everyone. So we tell you the women's and men's size equivalent of every single style on our site. So that 
everybody is included and you are welcome to shop any of the shoes that we have. And we want to see how you style them. Of course, Duh. we will be expanding our size range as much as we can. So that's another thing. If there's something you see that you want in your size and we don't have it, please let us know because we need that information to expand. And last question, can you throw us a little bone for the Fashion Crime Podcast Insider Bestie Crew? For you, of course. So I look forward to seeing all of you. So your discount code is Fashion Crimes, all capitals, and that will get you 15% off on anything. So we look forward to seeing you there. (gasps) That's so nice. That is so sweet. Thank you so much for that. We really appreciate that. I mean, you know, we always love a discount. Let's let's keep it real, right? But now we have a reason to shop with you. We know you. We, we, we're invested in you now. We're attached at the hip. Please go to Della Terra Shoes. Hit Emily up. Let her know what you want to see. And definitely, please purchase if you can, because you'll be doing so much good in the world. And you'll be planting a tree. Ugh. Look at you go. This has been amazing. I'm so happy that we met. We will see each other soon. I am going to be in your area very soon. Are you in, you're in New York or Connecticut? I can't remember. I'm in Boston. Oh, just kidding. You're in Boston. That's right. You're in Boston. So I'm actually in Cape Cod and Boston. So I'm easily in either place, but I am a New Yorker originally. Oh, well, there you go. So we will be coming up to New York. We will be going to Boston. We have some other Bestie Boston brands, um, of course, like Parodies and obviously Vian Milano. So we will be putting all of this in the show notes. We will certainly be doing a Pinterest board just for you with some style ideas and things like that. So you'll be able to share that with your listeners. Emily, thank you for joining us. Love you. Love you. Thank you so much for having me and love to all of you listening. Uh, Thank you so much. And Emily, you'll be back. We're going to do a huge shoe thing coming up in the spring. So you're going to be included in that because I have a a couple other shoe brands that I love as well. And so we're all going to do a collab together. So be on the lookout for that. My name is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist. And of course, the only Holly you need to know, please follow us on Instagram. My Instagram is tight, y'all. I got people helping me with it. Follow us on Instagram, please help us out. Send us an email, DM, whatever you want to do. Smoke signal. Call me. Tell me what you want to hear. Give us some feedback. Let me know. Please go on Delaterra Shoes. Support women-owned fashion brands. We love that. This has been the Fashion Crimes Podcast. Thank you for listening. And we are out.